to another fine, delicious sexual episode of The Woodshop. Now, I'm here. I'm Seth. I got a boy, Chris. Say hello for the cheer. Hey, um, Chris. And then you have Sadie back at it again. Yep, our self-appointed draft expert ready to rumble. His wiener's real flaccid for this one fine adventure. What, and, uh, what sources are you guys using today? So today I got CBS, uh, you got ESPN. ESPN, you got... Yeah, I got ESPN and uh, a couple of other sources that shall go unnamed. Yeah, well, I'm also going to be flipping back and forth between that and uh, One Night in Vegas with Ron Jeremy. Uh, is that the porn side of the week there? Is that what that is? Yeah, he just, he gets he gets real crazy. I have no idea who Ron Jeremy is. Not going to lie. Okay. He's a porn star with a famously sized Johnson. Oh, okay. I thought that was, uh, uh, was the one that the... the John Bo- Holmes? Boogie, Boogie Nights. What was that Boogie Nights movie? Zig Zig. Ziggler, uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Dirk, Dirk Diggler. Zig Ziglar's a motivational speaker yeah. for entrepreneurs. <laughs> Why were you looking at me when you were asking those questions? Oh, you're a young man. I figured you watched a lot of porn. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you didn't watch classic porn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be deep diving. Not really deep, but we're going to talk about what happened during the first round of the NFL draft. We are about a week or so late here. We had some technical difficulties. We had to get flushed out. But, alas, here we are, having a good time. Just over here in a circle, talking about jerks. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. I'm looking at you, Sadie. <laughs> okay. All right, guys, so let's, uh, let's dive in, baby. We got uh, pick number one from the Bengals. They chose uh, quarterback Joe Burrow. Um, there's not much to be said. Uh, this shows that CBS gave him an A. They say he's going to be a star. He has all the tools. And uh, he's a really handsome guy. I saw a picture of him. A looker. I mean, he's okay. He's he's no Jimmy Garoppolo. But, yeah, Jimmy know. Garoppolo has those dark features. Yeah, you know, and, and knowing what we know now, uh, that uh, Andy Dalton has moved on, uh, I, I think this kid's uh, going to be asked to step up and start right away. 76% completion percentage. Um, that's that's pretty damn good. Yep. Yeah, and the beauty uh, the beauty of uh, us re-recording is now we know Andy Dalton's landing place. The Dallas Cowboys. I'll take that as a backup. Sure. So he sure. might start. Shit, yeah. You never yeah, we'll, know. We'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right, number two, Redskins. Pick an edge rusher, Chase Young. Another obvious pick. Uh, was it you, Sadie, who had some sort of vendetta against okay. Chase Young? Okay, yeah. So the first the first time we recorded this, I talked about how much I hated him because during the draft, it showed how he was a great singer and how he worked with charity. And I just didn't think that someone as talented as him should have all these talents. But after stepping back and watching some of his films, like his play style i am a fan i am a chase young fan he is the predator for a reason and he is a great pickup for the washington because he makes clicking noises is that why he's the predator he's just over there at the old at the line going 
All I'm saying is whoever's facing the Redskins need to watch out for Chase Young. Yeah. Or their quarterback will get sacked. Yeah, it's 16 and a half sacks 2019 at Ohio State. That That's pretty awesome. And he's under coach Ron Rivera, who is notorious for building strong defenses. So I don't think you can go wrong with this kid. Concur. I concur. All right, let's talk about number three. Chris, what do we got at number three? Uh, we got Jeff Okuda, cornerback. Okuda. Out of, <laughs> okay. out of Ohio State uh, going to the Lions. Yep, that is a uh, another, they said it was a grade B. Uh, this guy says they should have taken Derek Brown, but what are you going to do? They could have taken Darren Brown. He was there. <laughs> With no shit at number three. Yeah. They could have taken pretty much anybody except for the first two picks, so... That yeah, was an all right choice. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, I think, I think what really stuck with this kid, uh, as far as what the lines were looking at, is this kid has a forty-one inch vertical. That really, really is a great defense against that back shoulder fade that's becoming really prominent in the NFL now. Um, um, I mean, the, throw in the fact that he had a, ran a four-four-eight uh, in the forty. Uh, the kid's got ridiculous speed. Just just to go with that vertical. So, I think it was a good choice. The only question now is, will he be able to step up to Darius Slay? Because the Lions did, you know, trade him to the Eagles. Picking him up, it's an obvious to every Eagles, uh, to every Lions fan that they definitely wanted to replace him. Will, is Jeff Okuda good enough to equal a Darius Slay? And that's just something we'll have to find out as... As the regular season starts, yeah, Agreed. yeah, you know, and uh, I think as we're recording today, uh, new NFL schedules should be coming out. Uh, I think seven o'clock this evening. Um, early projections. These are the types of quarterbacks that this kid's probably going to see this year: Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and Drew Brees. That's the cream of the crop right there, with maybe the exception of Deshaun Watson. But good luck, kid. <laughs> the exception of Deshaun Watson, he's the best. He's probably the best quarterback in the bunch. I would honestly say that right Aaron now, Rodgers is currently probably, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is probably the weakest link there. No, if not Tom Brady. Um, I'd say Drew Brees is the old guys probably. Anyway, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Sure. There's a good one. All right, number five. Sorry, we're at four. Well, we're at shit. Thought we were going a little quicker. We didn't. <laughs> number four. Giants select offensive tackle Andrew Thomas, Georgia. Well, they definitely needed an o- a tackle over there. Um, they were they've been lacking at O line forever. Yes. And now that I got their new boy, uh, what's his face, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones uh, and they got, yeah, they got Saquon over there. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, they've got to protect those assets. So I think that was a good pick. Definitely, definitely. I think the only reason that like these people got a little upset about this pick, and I think the only reason was because they didn't really think that Andrew Thomas was a early first round pick. Says so he's the best offensive tackle in the draft. I doubt it. I mean, I don't know one better, but I mean. There were a bunch of people like if 
they shouldn't have picked him this early. And, I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, I didn't... He wasn't one of the people, you know... Isaiah Simmons was one of the people that everyone was like, oh, he's going, like, top, like... (coughs) Top, like, up there. But he was pushed back a little. No one expected them to draft Andrew Thomas. Well, they also picked Daniel Jones last year, and nobody expected him to do that, and that ended up working out all right. Yeah, they've got a new offensive coordinator up there in in New York, uh, be it Jason Garrett, which... Thanks, New York, for taking him away from us. Thanks for the burden left. Garrett was always a big guy on offensive line. You think that had any bearing in this decision? Maybe. I mean, you know, you saw how he built his other teams. Yeah. Sorry, I'm retrieving a beer from my beer sleeve. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they went wrong here. I think it was a solid pick. Uh, maybe Saudi doesn't seem to think it was the best Best offense. You can't go wrong with board, a good offensive but, uh, tackle, whether yeah, it's but but he'll probably be salvageable, maybe. Probably, I mean. It says he's probably going to start for a long time, so <laughs> I guess that was a good pick. <laughs> All right, number five, Dolphins take quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, acute uh, the quarterback out of Alabama. Yeah, Tua Tagovagina is really <laughs> good. Uh, he's a ladies' man, I hear. Um, uh, uh, it, it, this shows that he didn't that it wasn't best pick because because he's he's fragile and he's not very large. Um, yeah, he he tends to play in a way that that he's going to take big hits. Uh, in the NFL, he's going to have to learn to not do that. Yeah. Do you guys think it's weird that uh, that he dropped and I say dropped to five? I think he slid a little bit, and to be honest with you, I thought Justin Herbert was going to be picked before him because the the injury that he had that ended his his, uh, college playing days is the same injury that Bo Jackson suffered, that same hip injury. Is he going to recover from that? Well, I mean, he may, he may not, but you got to think that was how many years ago? 20, 30 years ago? For Bo Bo Jackson? Jackson? Well, but yeah, but I'm just it's. But I mean, you got to think like nowadays, like any of that stuff is all. Oh, you're saying the medical aspects of it are are, are better now. Yeah. Yep. I think you. I think you'll be fine. I think the only reason that the people were worried is because he's been, like you said, he's had multi. He's he has a multitude of injuries. He's had two surgeries already, but I think the skill there is fine, and I don't think they'll they might not play him this year. I from a lot of people that I've read, they might. Put him on behind Fitzpatrick so that he can learn a little how to you know stay safe. He they can he can recuperate more from his injuries. Fitz and, magic. And so whenever he's ready to take that starting position, you know he can better take care of himself. Yeah. So okay, Sadie. So I mean that's a good point. How many how many games does Miami have to lose before they throw this kid out there? Maybe they lose them all and get another first round pick up real high. Yeah, then they can get him some protection or a receiver, which they need. I I would think that they would wait and to see how the Dolphins are doing around week the halfway mark, and maybe even sooner than that if they go on a losing streak. But I don't think if they don't start him, I don't think they'll just lose a game and just take uh, Fitzpatrick out of the lineup. I think they'll just wait so that uh, Tungavaloa can learn how to not get hit because 
I think they would rather have a losing season than lose their franchise quarterback. Yeah. Well, they did have 14 picks in this draft. Surely they did something to improve the team. Oh, they did. Uh, we'll see later that they did do something that will help whoever their quarterback next year is stay a little bit on their feet longer. All right. To a tag of a Johnny, we can't wait to see you this year. <laughs> So, uh, number six, the Chargers pick uh, Justin Herbert from Oregon. This is not a surprise. Nope. My starting QB on Madden Ultimate Team. They gave me a free card in 95 Justin Herbert. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> you play the Madden Ultimate Teams, I which is do. cool. Um, yeah, I think it was... Uh, we, we saw that guy. I mean, he's got a lot of different tools at his disposal. Um, and he, he did well with, uh, with medical and all that, so it looks like he's going to be all right for a while. Um, but apparently he's got, uh, he's got a couple of mechanical issues that, that likely a, a special quarterback coach can probably fix or at least help him, uh, help him figure out how to make those less of an issue. Yeah, yeah, I kind of heard the same thing. Uh, what this kid does well, he does really well, and what he doesn't do well, he doesn't improve on. I don't think it's going to be a big surprise if we see um, Herbert sitting the the bench for a while behind Tyrod Taylor. So. Oh, Tyrod's pretty good. Sometimes he'll he'll take he'll take you to some wins. Uh, you know, at least you got a chance with him. What do you think, Sadie, about Justin Herbert? Uh, yeah, Justin Herbert. During the combine, a lot of the analysts were talking about how he was kind of aiming the ball. Which, you know, I wouldn't think was a bad thing, but then a lot of analysts pointed out is that when you're in there, you know, you can, can tackle that a lot of time. You just got to throw it whenever you have the instincts, and apparently that's something that he needs to work on. But after he's done that, I think he's a great pickup from the Chargers. I mean, they just lost their longtime quarterback, and I don't think Tyrod Taylor will be their franchise quarterback. So Justin Herbert might be... You know, if he succeeds in the NFL, he'll be a good franchise. I mean, he's got some weapons to throw at. Uh, wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and, and tight end Hunter Henry. So he's got some stuff to throw at. So. Yep. Well, that's good. That's good. Let's move on to the next pick. Uh, we got the number seven Carolina Panthers, Derek Brown, defensive tackle out of Auburn. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I, I figured that the Carolina Panthers were going to... Well, no, I thought they would go quarterback, but after they kind of... They signed know, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, so they did that. I think they're going to be fine. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, their their defense wasn't exactly anything amazing last year. I think that if they can... They it was to, okay. I mean... It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't good either. Like, it was, it was, like, somewhat in the middle of the pack. Yeah. CBS grades this a uh, A-plus. They say he should have been taken away earlier, and that this is the best available player. So uh, clearly, he's gonna—he's probably gonna come in and make an impact pretty quickly. Um, there's a pretty big difference from the beginning of the draft to the end of the draft, usually in talent. So I definitely think we're gonna see a lot of a lot of production out of this fella almost right away, um, which is not something you usually see unless it's a generational talent. So maybe he's maybe he's gonna be that generational. Talent. Maybe. All right, number eight, uh, linebacker Isaiah Simmons, who you thought they were going to be taking early 
Did you think he played offensive line? What? What? Well, on the number three pick, you said you thought that the... Or, I'm sorry, the number four pick, you said that you thought the Giants were going to take Isaiah Simmons. Well, I didn't think they would choose, like, who they did. I thought they would choose Isaiah Simmons. I thought he was the person that they were going to choose. Okay. I got a little confused about uh, your wording. No, I... I, I, I knew his position I mean, on the football field. a little more uh, clear, a little more forthright <laughs> with your words. But Isaiah Simmons was one of the people that I thought was going to get taken early. And the fact that he slid all the way to eight was kind of remarkable. Slid? Yeah, he's he's a lot better than... Is he top five talent? No. Okay. He's not number eight. I mean, I don't know. CBS has has this graded as a B-. minus. They say that you're not really sure where to play him. Well, that's because uh, that's because the kid can play anywhere. When he was at Clemson, he played corner, he played safety, he played linebacker. The kid has elite sideline to sideline speed. That's true, and I don't really Shit, agree what, with most of these. Uh, what what these a great what a great pickup for for a team that desperately needed defense. Cardinals did need some defense help. Um, they've got a good guide over there, Patrick Peterson, to show everybody the way. Um, and they've got some good. They've got some good uh, veteran talent to help these, new, these young bucks yeah, get Chandler in. Chandler Jones. Um, yeah, it was a good, solid pickup. Good pick, number nine, Jaguars cornerback C.J. Henderson from Florida. Um, he's a cover corner. He's not. He's not definitely not being picked because of his ability to intercept. But I think he's probably going to make some adjustments and, and be able to do that. Um, Jaguars. Sign in a cornerback even after they traded off Jalen Ramsey last year to the Rams, who is arguably the best cornerback who plays football right now. Um, it's it's clear to me the Jaguars may not have their shit figured out, <laughs> um, but that's okay. I mean, they can do what they want to do. It's Florida, where all the crazy folks live. No one's expecting much of them. <laughs> Yeah, and the Jaguars got them ugly ass uniforms, and it's just you know they're just turds out there. You know, they can't run or jump. They're just they're just turds out there. Yeah, I, I think the biggest drawback on this kid. I mean, he's got a challenge ahead of him, obviously, but he's not known for his willingness to help in in uh, run support. Um, and in this day and age, boy, those. Those corners got to be willing to step up and put their head down. So. Yeah. Agreed. Number 10. Let's talk about it. Sadie, who was it? Uh, number 10 was Jedrick Wills Jr., the offensive tackle coming out of Alabama. Uh, he was a pretty, you know, I he was a pick that I think a lot of people saw coming because I think they really needed an offensive tackle. Desperately, the Browns needed an offensive tackle in a big fucking way. Uh, Baker Mayfield's over there. He's he's PTO and he, or PTH and protecting his holes. Um, he he fucking was getting destroyed every every play. I I I, I actually bought into Baker Mania a little bit and I, I even bought a brown fucking Browns t shirt. Uh, you told me to pick them as my team last year. 
Yeah, I <laughs> thought they were going to be extremely good, but they never gave Baker a fucking chance. Yeah, he was sacked more than uh, more often than than any AFC quarterback. That motherfucker was sacked more than my groceries. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, don't be surprised because uh, uh, Cleveland is actually pretty solid at uh, at uh, left tackle. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, they're solid at right tackle. So don't be surprised if this kid gets uh, gets moved over to the left. That tackle. or they move the right tackle over to left tackle. Yeah. If this guy, I mean, this is first round pick. So I mean, you've got folks like you know Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, who get picked in the first round, and that. I mean, in that, obviously I just named two Cowboys, but they're two of the best in the game. Um, and they just kind of play wherever they're best at, and they move the other talent. Um, and obviously the Browns don't have a lot of talent at the line. Uh, yeah. That's why Baker Mayfield's white pants were always brown. Anyway, that's just a quick that note. comment means he was shitting himself. Well, if anybody was, was confused, here's just a quick note. Um, this is the first time since uh, two, uh, 2015 that there was no trades made in the top 10 picks. That kind of indicates to me that the teams were going after what they needed. Uh, I think so, and I think they were. Well, I think if they uh, they were going after. That what they needed was available, or at least they had planned on it. Because um, if we, you know, like a quarterback that they really needed, they would trade up a pick or what have you. Um, there's an um. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> number 12, the Raiders select wide we're, receiver. We're at number 11. Fine. The New York Jets pick Mech. Mekhi Becton, not even... It's Mekhi. Mekhi Becton, the offensive tackle. Mekhi. Louisville. Uh, Becton, the first Jew taken in the first 15 picks. I'll be careful. Uh, uh, I'm a Jew. No, you're not. Oh, well, I was just trying to relate and not make it offensive, but there you guys go. We'll lose our non-sponsors. Six six foot seven, three hundred. The first option we're gonna get is sex toys. It's gonna be like Joanne's dildos, or you know, some like offshoot of a company's dildos, like the non-name brand dildos. We're gonna start repping them. They'll be like Dave's dildos, made out of a hundred percent rubberish. Six foot <laughs> seven, three hundred and sixty-four pounds. Um, and the kid is just just an absolute athletic specimen. You know Sam Darnold's got to be smiling because he knows his uh, pass protection just got a little bit better. Yep, he'll be able to PTH and, uh, and, and, protect them holes. And, and Le'Veon Bell's got to be smiling too because when this guy creates a hole for him to run through, I don't know many linebackers that are going to want to step up and take on six foot seven, three hundred and sixty-four pounds of blocking linemen. Coming I'd take at it on him. once, <laughs> and you would be on your ass what? the second. Well, yeah, I mean, what a great pickup! What a great pickup! Sorely needed. All right, hey, this grade got uh, this is the highest grade we've had from CBS in about five picks. Yes, 
The real question is, apparently his drug... No, I'm talking about the next one. I'm sorry. Apparently his drug test was uh, flagged during the combine. So I don't know if he... What drug he was using, because just... Molly, uppers, downers, Husker do's, Husker don'ts. But... Pot. Do you think that will affect if he will play or not? Not anymore. No. NFL's new CBA. Yeah, you can the, smoke as much ganja as you want. Just pay the fine, bitch. It, 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 it was very likely weed, but... You know, college, college football, a lot of the... the Supplements that they take in college football are, 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 are legal in, in college. And in America. The NFL tightens down on it. Which is bullshit. Um, if it's legal in the country, but then they're having this big debate over weed, but you've got this thing that's already legal that they won't let them take, I think it's fucked up. Yeah, I, no, I don't think this guy, he won't miss any playing time. Absolutely okay. not. <clears throat> Number 12. The Las Vegas Raider, Raiders. New Vegas Cowboys over here <laughs> slinging dick. They got Whitney at the tight end. <laughs> they picked Henry Ruggs III, wide receiver out of Alabama. A lot of Alabamans coming into the uh, first 12 picks. Yeah. At yeah. Least and this is, the, this is the highest grade that's been in the last five picks. Got a grade A. Definitely. Uh, during the forty-yard dash, he ran a four-two-seven, which is extremely fast. I mean, I can't remember a uh, a why uh, anyone running that fast. Well, that's like Tyree Kill speed. That is, in fact, I believe Tyree Kill got a four-two. Yeah. Four, pretty three, good. Three. Pretty good. Or John Ross speed. Maybe. Nah, uh, that motherfucker got the high. Got the fastest forty time ever. John Ross. Yeah, uh, he actually had a couple of good games last year. Anyway, yeah, that's... he'll 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 be uh, uh, he'll do well. Uh, speed is good. He'll probably play outside. He's not a regular slot receiver, so don't expect to see him playing on the inside at five eleven, one eighty. That's a little small to be going over the middle. Here's an interesting note on this kid. Um, his last year at Alabama, he touched the ball a hundred times and scored twenty-five touchdowns. So I, don't, I don't, I don't know what that math touchdown. works out to, but that sounds pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, and this is what started my concerns. Uh, well, not concerns because we didn't think we had a chance. Um, but this wide receiver being taken, I thought they were going to snatch him up real quick because there were three. Really talented wide receivers, and mm-hmm. this was one of them. So you're just like, man. And Henry Ruggs sounds like such a tough fucking name. Henry Ruggs. I'm over here. I'm stopping crime. Well, yeah, but then you add the third, and he just sounds pretentious now. Yeah, now he's an <laughs> asshole. Henry Ruggs the third. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Number 13, the Buccaneers... Take uh, offensive tackle Tristan Worfs, 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 Worfs. What a weird last name. I wouldn't have picked him because of this last name. I wouldn't have known what to say at the fucking podium. I'd have been like, Tristan. What? 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 Worfs? I mean, you gotta think that they practice their names. Maybe they called him and asked him. Or they called him and were like, Tristan, how's it going? So uh, we get 
we're thinking about picking you. Uh, quick question. How do you pronounce your last name? He's like, it's Warps. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, God damn, Mama! I was just trying to spell Mama, that how shit. how we gonna say this shit? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is not a big shocker of a pick. Uh, they got old man Brady. Uh, Grandpa. Uh, playing quarterback for him. Grandpa so, Tom. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta protect that a little bit. But the kid's gonna be fine. Six three, three twenty. Big old some bitch. Um, really talented. Take uh, care of that. Four eight five forty for an offensive lineman. That's pretty damn fast. So. Definitely for three hundred twenty pounds, running forty yards in a little bit under five seconds. That's amazing. Yeah, like, I see that big fucker coming at you. I'd be like. I'm going down. That's that's like me running at someone. Except that's all muscle. Do, do you run? No. We but saw imagine that yesterday me. in that pickup basketball game. <laughs> Three points that and shit I was, was out. Uh, that shit was comedic. All right, number 14. <laughs> 49ers take Javon Kinlaw. Sounds like a good, like, 98... Like 1998 detective name? Sounds like a good lawn service company, too. No, man. You got Detective Kinlaw at the crime scene? He's like, draw some, draw some more goddamn chalk. Let Javon Kinlaw take care of your yard. Anyway, he- <laughs> Kinlaw, you put an in on it? <laughs> 49ers take yes, him. Yes, it is Kinlaw. It's Kinlaw. Kinlaw. K-N-L-A-W. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's the defensive tackle from South Carolina. Man, CBS is over here throwing shade. They gave him a B-. minus. Because he mows yards. CBS is a salty bitch, okay? Yeah. They're like, is he a better player than DeForest Buckner? No. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, yeah, it technically will be a bit of a downgrade since they traded... DeForest Buckner to get the Colts pick and then pick Javon with it. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yep. DeForest is a little older. All right, number 15, the Broncos. They take Jerry Judy. Old Jerry. He's a wide receiver. Well, I'll say one thing. The Broncos definitely needed wide receiver help. This was not the best wide receiver to take at the time, but I'm okay with that. Why, why do you think they won with that? I don't know. Jerry Judy seems like uh, that's a very funny name. Jerry Judy out here seems like some sort of uh, like car salesman. No, he's gonna like come host. on down to Jerry Judy's car lot. He's gonna host a telethon. Or we'll get you the like finest. <laughs> Welcome to raise money for ball sacks. Yeah. Well, I'm Jerry Judy, and let's talk about. How to make some money on your balls. Let's hit the phones. Well, anyway, um, Jerry Judy had the second uh, um, second most uh, catches out of the wide receiver pool with 30. Who had I, the most? I believe it was the dude who was picked before him, Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs. I'm not sure, but um, he did run a 4-4-5, which isn't like... Ruggs! Sorry. Lethal weapon callback. Which which is pre- which is pretty you know good for a wide receiver. I mean he could have been faster as shown by Henry Ruggs, but it's not a bad starting place. And Drew Drew Locke or 
yeah, I think it's Locke. Needs some needs someone. I mean, I watched this guy play. He's not a bad quarterback. I just think if he had a little bit more weapons, he, he would have a little been bit a, more talent. Well, you know, he he's not bad. <laughs> I think I Wasn't think they, bad at football. The only problem that this kid might face is he didn't see a, a whole lot of press coverage off the line. He's going to see that a lot in the NFL. Uh, Mike so is that roughed up. Yeah, let's see how he adjusts to that. But I don't, I don't think he's going to have a terrible year. He's he's pretty good. Uh, he he runs good routes. He's got great speed. Uh, if he if he gets out in the open, look out. Uh, if he can get out in the open, I have no doubt that he will eventually get out in the open. But okay. boy, yeah, I am seeing here that he was the, the top receiver available in the draft, so wow. According to this, I don't think he was the top receiver in the draft. And I don't think he'll end up being the top receiver. Well, no. If we come out of it in a year or two, we'll be like, hmm, yep. Well, uh, a lot of analysts nowadays are saying give them three years to really evaluate the impact on their teams because a lot of players like Mahomes or Carson Wentz really, or Lamar Jackson really don't hit their stride until their second year. Until the year that they start and win an MVP title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I or mean, Carson Wentz's second year where he was in contention for MVP until he got hurt. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes was, wasn't Patrick Dak Mahomes. Prescott, his first year where he was in contention for MVP. These sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Somebody's giving you bad intel. Maybe you shouldn't have used a quarterback to... Uh, well, I mean, to, to do your do your analogy, maybe you should have used like Des Bryant or, or like they, Julio they, Jones. They say where three, their best years, their third year. Well, like three years is like it isn't like three years is their best year. It's like to see their to see their full like potential going on. Don't like judge them after the first year. Give them three years to really hit their stride. Where their body works big enough to really dive in. Yeah, like Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl his third year, if I'm not incorrect. He did. He, he, technically, it was his third year, but his second year to start. Second year start. He pl- he he played some games his first year. He, he played won- half of a game. He played half of a game his first year. He started his second year, maybe. Um, he did. He did. And then the third year is really when he hits his stride. There's definitely a learning curve going to the NFL because when you're in college, you're still playing. Like when you're in high school, you're playing with a bunch of kids who will never make it to the um, college level. When you're playing with college level kids, you're not playing with people who will make it to the NFL. When you're in the NFL, you're playing with the most elite football players. So it definitely does take time to transition from playing against college people to playing with the best in the industry. All right, I I concur. Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about the number sixteen pick before we go to break. Um, the Falcons they select cornerback AJ Terrell, Clemson. What do you guys think? What do you think, Chris? Uh, they needed a starting uh, uh, caliber cornerback after they released uh, Desmond Trufant. Um, Trufant. 61195 44240 uh yeah I, I think this was a good choice for him their their defense gave up uh, their their secondary gave up uh, just shy of nine and a half yards per pass attempt which isn't bad 
it's a damn near a first down every time. Um, that's not good. Uh, you know, the, the only thing that I've heard bad about this guy is... is He hates children. No. Never he, pays his bus fare. He um, kicks puppies. He jerks he, off into a bowl and then pours it out his window on the third floor. No. Okay, what'd you hear? Uh, he he tries to make a big play every now and then, and it usually ends up in a fumbleaya going uh, poorly uh, for his team, and and he allows the other team to make a big play. So uh, as long as he just stays tight um, and and plays smart, I think he'll be fine. They definitely needed this help. Yep. So. Consistency over popping. You don't you don't need someone who's bad sometimes but then has this one good amazing play you need someone who's consistent all the time and it's definitely it's definitely something that needs to get drafted is consistency over the ability to have one or two good games definitely agreed agreed all right guys so that is our uh, that's the halfway point 16 to 32, is that correct? That is correct. 32 divided by 16 is, in fact, 2. Okay. <laughs> Great math, asshole. Wow. All right, we're all fucking dumb. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Quick maths. All right, so let's uh, let's take a, a quick break, and then we'll return shortly. With the best pick in the draft. Well, there's a little foreshadowing. But get your boners ready. Maybe look at some nip slips or something that... To, uh, to whet your appetite, and we'll be back. ...with Stephen Jones. They ran a thousand... I object to your private conversation, you fucking lie. Calm down, Foghorn. It's bullshit. You didn't <laughs> talk to Stephen fucking Jones. Okay, maybe I didn't talk to him personally. I do have on good authority... That you went outside and jerked off in his plants? They ran a thousand simulations of the draft and they never saw C.D. Lamb fall into him. In my book... I got him as the best wide receiver in the draft. This kid started as a true freshman. 6'2", speed out the ass. The speed's out of his ass. I I think and they they were going to have to re, they were going to have to pick a wide receiver in there anyway because they lost Randall Cobb. But look at what they've got now. Amari Cooper fresh off that 100 million dollar contract, Michael Gallup and, and now they add this kid? They will oh, have oh my the God, best that, receiving think, core in the NFL. I, I think it rivals the receiving core of, of the Kansas City Chiefs. Definitely. Well, easily. Their receiving core is not that good. They have one person. Well, they got two, but <laughs> All one of them's... Anyway. One significantly better than the other one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've definitely a badass pick, I think. Uh, the Cowboys really, uh, really did some good, some good work uh, going after this guy. I think it was a perfect pick. Um, now CBS says it's a B, class, B plus because that wasn't their need and they didn't have to take him. Well, you know what, CBS? Why don't you eat a big old bag of hamster dicks? I, 
Okay. I call that redneck caviar. <laughs> um, I. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I just said all those things. I I definitely think many people focused on the defensive aspect of the Cowboys. I definitely think out of everyone, everyone thought they would, you know, choose a little defensive. But I mean, it's it's a good pick. D- Dak needs more weapons to deal with. I mean, Amari Cooper wasn't he he wasn't bad during the season, but he definitely wasn't getting the job done. Obviously, they went eight and eight, which isn't bad, but it's well, not he's good. not responsible for winning all the games. Well, someone his has job to. is to catch the ball and go as hard as he can. But was he catching the balls though? According to the stat line, yes, he wasn't catching a lot of. He was he, catching top five amount of balls in the league. Did, uh, Cooper did have a, a nasty little tendency to disappear uh, in uh, when the corner would press him, uh, or on the road. He never did really well on the road. I think I think Amari's going to be amazing. I think Ceedee Lamb's going to be good, and I think Michael Gallup is going to be the long ball champ. Um, I think if Dak can throw it there, I think the only limitation to Michael Gallup is Dak Prescott. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, knowing now what we know, um, they just signed uh, Amari, or I'm sorry. Andy, the Dalton. Andy Dalton. The Dalton sounds like some sort of like creep that hangs I, around your sister's friends. No. No, there's no creeps around my sister's friends. I, I know, I know this is kind of off topic here, but does this put any pressure on the signing of Andy Dalton? Does that put any pressure on Dak to to sign that? Uh, uh, the tag? Contract? Yeah. I mean, it might put pressure on him to sign the tag, um, but I don't think I don't think Andy Dalton's a replacement for Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott. I think Andy Dalton might be a better thrower when it comes to anything inside 50 yards 40 yards maybe 30 yards I don't know uh, but he's pretty accurate inside 30 yards but Dak can also run he can get hit and keep going um, Dak also can throw it further uh, sometimes not where exactly you want it but he can definitely get it to the spot you need it to go or get it to the length you need it to go and he's been working with quarterback uh, experts trying to get his throw his throws right, and you you could tell from last year he definitely made some improvement to his throwing game. But we'll see, we'll see. I mean, there's I don't know. Wait, Andy Dalton's wait a minute. So you, the Cowboys still have a good offensive line, maybe not the best anymore. No, since but but still Fred retired, still pretty good. Uh, they they clearly now have an arsenal of wide receivers. Maybe a little little off on the tight end, Blake Jarwin. I'm not sure how well he's going to do. And according to what he got paid, you have the best running back in the NFL. Isn't it safe to assume that we could put Soddy back there behind that and and he would do all right? Yeah, I mean, Saddy could throw a couple of... Couple of, I mean, he wouldn't be like a lead passer, but I think you're definitely have given your quarterback every chance to succeed. I, I don't think that Andy Dalton is gonna take anything away from Dak Prescott. Andy Dalton himself, I'll only give him like I, a year tops. I think he's just signing that contract and next year till the starting job pops up. Yeah, because Andy Dalton compared to Dak Prescott, it's it's Ugh. it's no competition. Like 
it's it's seriously not. Dak knows that it's their team. The Cowboys knows that it's Dak te- it's Dak's team. I think the only thing that they would try to do that for is like, hey, we have another quarterback. I don't think that the hey you, we got another quarterback is gonna. You I know, think maybe when that. Dak hurts his shoulder or whatever he hurt the last few games of the season last year, I think they're more likely to let him sit out a game instead of having. Instead of having him tough through it because your only options are Cooper fucking Rush and the other well, guys. He actually uh, got released. He's with the Giants now. So. Yeah. yeah. But what a did, surprise. Didn't they also draft? Uh, <laughs> and they did draft the quarterback. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think that they're. I think their their backups have been definitely upgraded, and I think that the ability to have a guy like Andy Dalton there, if it happens, it's like last year when. Drew Brees got hurt, and Teddy Bridgewater came in, and Teddy, they didn't miss a fucking beat. Teddy blew them out. They lost one game when yeah. Teddy played eight games. He went seven and one. Yeah, yeah. But then again, Teddy was just that. He was a backup for the Saints. Just I like see, Peyton. but I don't, I don't think this is, this isn't Dak's team right now, because he's he's not under contract. It's it's still Dak's team. I don't right now technically. According to the contracts that have been signed, this is Andy Dalton's team. I mean, technically, but I mean, obviously, you're going to have Dak will, Dak will be starting. Dalton is Dalton is definitely a winning quarterback. He's shown that he he's can... gone to the playoffs a bunch. Uh, but if you want to say winning, uh, he did not win in the playoffs. He still went to the playoffs, which well, is all ever. they really need the to. The best do. quarterback in the world can't win in the playoffs if he's on a shitty team that never mm-hmm. makes yeah, it AJ to the Green. playoffs. They made it to the playoffs a bunch. I think it was only four times. Only four. He's How many played, times does Tony Romo make the playoffs? He's played it nine oh, seasons. Geez. Are you a Romo hater? No, I'm a Romo lover. I don't care about Romo much, but I mean, Andy Dalton can if they need to step up. Like if the Dallas Cowboys is like, we're not going to pay you that much. You can just, you know, either sign the tag or not. And if Dak doesn't sign the tag, they'll go with Andy Dalton. Like, he's not a bad, like, pickup at all. And what, what is that franchise tag? Poor guy's only going to have to suffer through making, what is it? $33 the, million. The, the $33.5? Poor guy? Yeah. And so I don't, I don't think that they're choosing to go with Andy Dalton. I don't think if Dak if if Dak signs the tag, he'll definitely start over Andy Dalton. Sure, absolutely. But look at how many top level quarterbacks that we're seeing: Jameis Winston, one year deal; uh, Andy Dalton, one year deal. So why is uh, Dakota Prescott so much better than the rest of them that he has to hold out for a multi year deal? And from uh, everything that I've heard. That's the money is not the issue anymore. It's the, the guaranteed the, money. It's it well. It's the guaranteed money and it's the length of the contract. Um, Cowboys are wanting five years. Dak's wanting four. Well, why? Well, because that gets him out from under a contract when he's still quote unquote in the prime of his career. So I don't know. I if I was the Cowboys, I'd tell this guy. Hey, fuck you. If you don't want to play, chill out in your apartment. Well, I th- um, we we got a guy that we got a guy that can that can handle things for us now. So. I think the um, situation with Jameis Winston is a little bit different 
Because Jameis Winston just came out like the number one passing yards last year, but he also threw a lot of interceptions. So right now, I don't think it's no one was willing to take their chance as Winston being a starting quarterback. So he needs to he's stepping back and proving that he can still throw the ball well, and he's learning so that next year when he's a free agent, they know that he can ball, he's learned, he's going to throw less um, All right, well, guys, let's uh, let's talk about the draft, why don't we? <laughs> <laughs> 18 Miami Dolphins, Austin Jackson. Offensive tackle. They got a C-minus from CBS, but you know what? Fuck CBS's grade system. It's stupid. Um... Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be fine for them. Uh, they need they definitely need some offensive line help. They need all kinds of help. Miami needs a, a team help. <laughs> they got a lot bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, they they gave up fifty eight sacks uh, last year. Um, they call that a buttload yeah. in uh, in um, they had a fuckload or whatever you want to see. Fewest rushing yards. Um, and and they uh, have this new uh, injury prone quarterback that they need to uh, take care of. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna be surprised if they didn't go with a, a offensive tackle their next pick. It's just something that they need. I mean, to, tongue of a low is a fragile bitch, dog. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. Fragile bitch. He's, dog. he's he's had two surgeries and he hasn't even made it. Tongue of vagina. To a tongue of a giant, a fragile man. Miami had a lot of power in this draft. They had 14 picks. Well, when you suck ass so, the previous season, you get that power. Well, and they basically cleaned house last season. They should. They, they were trading everybody. Yeah. They shouldn't have gotten rid of Jarvis fucking Landry three years ago, but they did. Anyway, number 19, the Raiders select quarterback. Damon Arnett from Ohio State. He was only he was on my better than team. That's weird to see that red in there, uh, but he. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you are okay? You, you done or yeah? Okay? I don't know. Maybe I retire from podcasting after I get stumped on reading these notes. So, we'll we'll wait. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, according to CBS, they think him and Akuda are about the same. I don't know if that's the truth at all. I think they just picked another cornerback because they knew they needed a cornerback. Um, they've got they've got a lot of upgrades to make the Raiders, but they had a, a better than their talent season last year. They had a lot of uh, a lot of lucky wins. And a lot of just, uh, you know, they've got a couple of just pure talent players that, that really kept them in it. Uh, the running back, Josh Jacobs, really played really well. Um, but they've got, they've got a lot of, they've got a lot of talent, and it just, it's just, it's fucked up the way they have it all placed. And I guess old crazy man's gonna, Gruden is gonna figure it out, so well, good for Gruden's he, bitch ass. He might be as good Let's as Akuda. He was kind of... He was on the same team yeah, so. as him. When two talents meet, the little bit, one of them's gonna take a little bit more of a. Seems like a cockhead. Of a bigger role. Sure. 
I you want to let him finish his point here? Or He's not done with my point. Oh, I'm sorry. Your beer there with the... I don't care for John Gruden. I think he's an asshole. We're not talking about... He's a coach of the fucking Raiders. We're not talking about John Gruden. Whose right pick now. was it? It was the Raiders pick. Saudi, would you please get on? Fuck! <laughs> um, so, whenever two, two talents like that meet, one of them's definitely going to take a backseat to the whole situation and that might have been Damian Arnett you know he might as he for all we know because they scouted they did their work and obviously they're competent enough to get the jobs at the NFL which isn't much but you know he might for all we know we haven't seen him play he might be as good as Akuda. we'll just there have to go. see yeah uh go ahead I bet you had a note on this go ahead say it I'll be quiet I don't, I don't know you were you sure you're done over there? I'm you... fine. <laughs> He's looking at, the, looking at the window now. Uh, I didn't have this guy going in the first round. I thought he was second-round talent. Maybe that matches up well with the second-rounder that they got last year, Trayvon Mullen. Um, plain and simple, this was just need. They needed secondary help. Um, Mullen, how about you buy me a drink first? Plain and simple. Um, yeah, I, I, I think they reached a little bit on this one. Uh, but, Couldn't care. But uh, yeah, maybe he'll work out. So. Hopefully. Yep, 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 yep. All right, number 20, the Jaguars select Edrisher Flavon Chession. The most sexual sounding name of the first round. Say that again. Clavon Chassion. I believe it's Chason. Say it however you want. Uh, but it's a sexual name. He's an edge rusher from LSU. LSU had a really good draft, and I think he's gonna he's gonna be a really popular pick for him. I think he's gonna he's gonna definitely uh, upgrade their their edge rushing core. Well, definitely with I don't know how to say this name, dude. Y- Yannick. Nagado, you know he's yeah he's he's spent he's he's no longer playing or if he's I don't know the current deal but he's he doesn't want to play or he's not playing with the Jacksonville Jaguars and they just needed someone to replace him. Does that look like a penis head on that candy? No, it looks like a star. Yeah, so. Chason was the best pass rusher that was still on the board. Jacksonville now has a couple of young pass rushers that they can build around, and they've got a lot that they need to build around. So yeah, he did have uh, a couple injury issues. He, he, he can play the run. He can rush. He can drop into coverage. Um, so that, that gives them a lot of options as far as is what they can do. They typically drop into a, a, a three four look, but now they can they can tinker with that a little bit. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, pick twenty one. The Fidel- the Philadelphia Eagles pick Jalen Ragor, wide receiver coming out of t- Texas. 
whatever Christian University, whatever it is. TCU, Texas Christian University. Awesome. Yeah, so you call yourself Texas. Yeah, we live in the Metroplex. It's less than thirty miles away from where we're. I also drive by it every day at school when I'm on to school, but you know I just don't give a damn. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Damn. Whoa. Haterade. Haterade. Damn. Um, so this is an Eagles pick. First of all, I'd like to say, and I think we could all agree, uh, fuck the Eagles. I don't agree that whatsoever. I don't know. I don't have anything against the Eagles. What's wrong with the Eagles? Uh, fuck them, first of all. Okay. Second of all, they're a bunch of cocksucking assholes. Uh, well, cocksucking's not a negative term so much anymore. They're a bunch of assholes. I'll tell you that much. And their fan base, a bunch of dick bags, because they fucking, they're over there eating horse shit, they don't behave politely when they're going over, throwing down on their Super Bowl win, they're out right in the fucking streets, businesses gotta close. Anyway, I'm taking this time to bash the Eagles, because I don't like them. Fuck them. Uh, Anything you have to say about this? Uh, the Eagles <laughs> I bet the Eagles have a fucking freezer full of kidnapped women's breast milk. They're crazy. The, the Eagles really lacked the yes, and. explosiveness last season. <laughs> Once Deshaun Jackson went down to injury. Um, Fuck them. They, they needed... Another beer, please. Thank they, you. They needed, they needed some help at wide receiver. Carson Wentz needed a target to throw at. Um, there was a little bit of a rumor that the Eagles actually tried to trade up with the Cowboys to take C.D. Lamb. Yeah, and they were uh, breeding um, and, mamas and, to have sex with. I and, heard that rumor, too. And the Cowboys basically told them, no, no thanks. Um, this, this was purely a pick for need. I think the kid will be fine. Four four seven forty. He has no um, one to compete with. That that <laughs> doesn't compete. that doesn't necessarily reflect on how how quick he is, um, but I think this kid. Uh, you, you put Carson Wentz out there when he's healthy, this kid can be a a big play threat. All right, well, good for the goddamn Eagles. Let's talk about the next pick. <laughs> Vikings take wide receiver Justin Jefferson from LSU. Probably a pretty good pick. They uh, they definitely lost something with Stefan Diggs moving on, and they they really needed some help over there. Definitely. Although this says he's not Stefan Diggs. He, I mean, no one, no one, but well, I mean, there are a lot of people better than Stefan Diggs, but I don't think anyone this like season, me. <laughs> this season's gonna no. be as good as Stefan Diggs. He's had some practice, but I mean, with him joining Adam Thielen, you know, they're gonna be fine. But I think the only way that they're going to not be fine is their quarterback's going to suck ass like 50% of the time. And so, you know, getting a wide receiver that can kind of, ha- kind of get the workload fixed is kind of good. Is that anything? Very interesting. He, he primarily lined up uh, as a slot receiver uh, while at LSU. Um, in fact, 110 of his 111 catches, um, which is a school record, uh, came from the slot. 17 touchdowns as a result of that. I don't, 
I don't think the Minnesota Vikings drafted this guy to be a slot receiver. He's probably going to be uh, be playing out uh, outside receiver, but maybe they move him around. Maybe they put him in motion. Yeah. Very interesting. Very. Pick 23, the Los Angeles Chargers, which they got from the New England Patriots. Pick Kenneth Murray, inside linebacker from Oklahoma. What do you think? Well, uh, they gave up a lot to get him, but he's a playmaker, so that's good. Um, I think he'll uh, he'll definitely make some, make some things happen. But they definitely made some sacrifices to pick him up. But there you go. What do you think, Chris? I think this was a, uh, a depth pick. Fuck it! Sorry, Tourette. They, they needed a they needed a little more depth. Um, uh, Drew Tranquil, Nick Vigil. I mean, depth is a problem for him. So I, this made sense for him. Perfect, 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 perfect. Twenty-four, New Orleans Saints. Cesar Ruiz, center out of Michigan. Not a real sexy pick here, but... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dogs are barking like a fuckload. It's pretty much arguing here. sure but let's get to uh, pick number 24 Saints select center Cesar Ruiz from Michigan apparently uh, apparently CBS thinks he's the best damn fucking player in the draft but uh, what do you guys think I think that's saved by a lot of people like a lot of people keep saying that oh this person is definitely the best pick of the draft well if they were the best pick of the draft they would have gone top 10 no I think this is a Pretty good pick for um, the New New Orleans Saints. I definitely think that they needed it. Uh, he's a good pick, but you know, definitely not the best person in draft physically. Saints do a good job drafting, and they needed some O line help maybe. So, what do you got, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think this guy's gonna play center, even though that's his his quote-unquote starting position, it, it, they'll probably slide him out the right guard. Uh, they needed offensive line help. Um, and so, yeah, don't be surprised if this guy moves. There we go. Pick number 25, wide receiver Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State, taken by the 49ers. Seems like a pretty solid pick. They... Uh, they definitely could have used some extra wide receivers in the Super Bowl, so that's good. Alright. Uh, yeah, this he's got good speed off of play action. We'll see what he does. I think they'll use him a lot in, in uh, uh, kick return and punt return. Um, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is out, so yeah, they, they needed wide receiver help. So. The shizzle. All right, number 26, Packers. Packers. It's like quarterback Jordan Love. What do you think, Sadie? What do you feel about this? Um, I'm not I'm not a big fan of this pick. I mean, um, it was definitely out of nowhere. 
Um, there were, there's a lot of videos of Aaron Rodgers just earlier in the draft saying how like the, he hopes that they draft like a wide receiver or something. And so this was a pick definitely made without their starting quarterback. You don't think they called Aaron and were like, hey man, guess what? We're going to go quarterback first round. And he was like, you know, that's the position I play. That seems odd. Well, I mean, he, he's getting up there in age. So I think if they went up and told him that, hey, we're, we're thinking about the future with our first round pick. We're going to pick Jordan Love. I think it would have gone down a lot better than if it did. But they They're just, like, we're going to draft your replacement because you're fucking obsolete. Yeah, but they just kind of blindsided him out with this pick. And Slapped him in the face with their... They mushroom stamped him with a pick. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just... It's not a good thing to do with a Hall of Fame Interesting. Qu- quarterback. Didn't Green Bay do the same shit when they... Uh, At the same age with Brett Fizar. Yeah, they did the same shit to Brett Favre uh, when they when they drafted Rodgers. Well, what is going on up in Green Bay? Why not give him a weapon? Because they're fucking dumb. Well, a, lo- a lot of people are saying um, it's because of the coaches. You know, they're kind of the, they're kind of the new generation of coaches happening. So they want to get another. We don't want one of the top ten best quarterbacks ever. Fuck that shit. Well, what they're wanting to do is they're wanting to have Jordan Love so that they show that the progress that they're having is more on them than it is the old generation. And I think. I think that's one way to look at it. I mean, the minute you start thinking of yourself when you start drafting for a team that's already pretty established is where you're going to go awry. Yeah, but they only did so well last year because of Aaron Rodgers. It's not like they did so good because they had a great running back, but they had, you know, whatever. It was Aaron fucking Rodgers. Yeah, uh, I I don't think that they needed to pick his replacement and definitely not one that they didn't okay him with. Correct him. Very correct him. Alright, let's slide it down to the 27th pick. Seattle Seahawks select linebacker Jordan Brooks. You know, it's not the most uh, glamorous pick ever, but they definitely needed some linebacking help. They needed a little help on their defense, believe it or not. The Legion of Boom's over. Seattle's not the best defensive team in the league. Uh, They definitely needed some help. What do you think? Uh, they probably should have gone with uh, Patrick Queen. Um, hello, Jordan Brooks was maybe top of the third round talent. Well, this looked like a big reach to me. Yeah, well, seems like uh, seems like they uh, they had thought. I mean, obviously, all these guys sit around and. Uh, you know, I just picture them all just sitting in a room smoking a cigar. They got a stripper dancing for them. And they're just talking about who's going to be the best pick. And the stripper's butt gets them onto their face. And they're like... And I don't, that sounded like Jordan Brooks from Texas. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think any of that happened with the way the draft was going. Almost guaranteed. But, uh, It'd be a great movie if it did. It would be awesome. <laughs> All right, number 28, Ravens select linebacker Patrick Queen, which apparently you thought that they definitely should have been picked already. Yeah. Um, according to CBS, they think that's a that's a classic case as well. Um, he's got good range, and he can go sideline to sideline. He's quick. <laughs> Very good. What do you guys think? 
Oh, I can go. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely he he definitely fell. I mean, my my website has that yeah. too. I think he's better than when he was, I when he was picked. Uh, but you know, you gotta you gotta see the Ravens really don't need any help, or if they do, it's definitely. Uh, I mean, I. I don't know what I'm going to say, but uh, I don't think the Ravens needed much help. I think the only reason they dropped where they dropped is because they decided to sit most of their starting talent during that week. So you just can't do that with a young young quarterback. You just can't make him sit out three weeks. So, I mean, is it the pick that they got? I definitely, pick, I definitely think they picked the best player left in the draft rather than... Okay. I don't necessarily think that that they that it was picked the best player available in the draft. Yeah, the kid's obviously pretty good, but Baltimore needed to fill that gap that was in the middle of their defense that was vacated by when they lost C.J. Mosley. So I think this kid was a good pickup. He definitely fell to him. I didn't think they were going. I don't think they thought they were going to find him there. So, I think it was a good pick for them. There you go. All right, guys, let's get to number 29. Titans take Isaiah Wilson from Georgia. Looks like a good pick, an offensive tackle. Can't go wrong with some good O-line help. I I believe they uh they definitely they definitely made the right choice. They want to protect their new uh newly paid Ryan Tannehill. And want to want to keep him protected as they made a pretty deep playoff push this last year, and I think they can probably do even better next year. So, what do you guys think? Uh, the guy's got some uh, weight issues. Six seven three fifty. That's a little heavy. Uh, I don't know. Six seven's fucking tall as shit. Okay. But 350, uh, 350 pounds is heavy as shit too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. He'll he'll have to get some work on his on his uh, conditioning and stuff. But uh, uh, fat shaming the six seven three hundred fifty pound professional football player. No. Uh, <laughs> fat shamer. He'll he'll be a good. Why? He'll, he'll, he'll do well in the, in run blocking. <laughs> um, big guy like that. I don't know. Uh, for as far as a uh, uh, you know pass protection, boy, that's a big old body for defenders to have to go around. So maybe it wasn't a bad pick. There you go. They needed help there. Offensive linemen are some big bastards. Number thirty, Dolphins select quarterback, cornerback Noah Igbenogene. <laughs> say that again. Noah Igbenogene. Ain't no one going to be able to say that name at all. From Auburn. This is uh, the best-ranked pick in uh, about 20 picks, uh, according to CBS. It's an A+. Uh, yeah. I think he's outstanding. He's a great press man guy, and he uh, tackled 10 times better than I expected from a track guy. Um, that's a quote from CBS. But, yeah, that's a good pick. They uh, the, Dolphins, the Dolphins did pretty well in this draft. Uh, so, uh Aside from El Tua, Tag of Vagina, or Tongue of Vagina, whatever his name is. Tongue of Aloha? Yeah, Tongue of Vagina. I said it just like you did. <laughs> um, my question is, didn't they already sign cornerbacks like, yeah, in the yeah. free agency? Yeah, they have the, the top two paid, the highest paid cornerbacks. So is it, I'm, 
surprisingly. They don't want anybody to get any passing yards against them. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why, yeah, that's yeah, good I, pick, I, get, I see where you're going there. Why in the world do you just sign two, two highest-paid cornerbacks in the NFL? Why in the world do you draft a fucking corner? I don't get it. I mean, maybe he could maybe pile on the talent, man. There's three corners to play. Got your outsides and your inside. They're gonna be able to cover pretty fucking good. All right, the Vikings. Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. It's like cornerback. Jesus, Jeff Gladney from Texas Christian University. Holla back Fort Worth. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically a need pick. They need corner. Xavier Rhodes is fucking old. They definitely needed some uh, some help over in corner. And uh, Zimmer loves to draft them corners, so I think that's a pretty solid pick. Yes. Uh, the only question I have is usually whenever you're playing, you're picking in the first round, you pick someone that you're going to try to start. Is he a starter? Is I he- don't know. Is he good enough in the situation where he is now that he's going to pick up and day one he's going to give something to that team? Or is he someone that you're just going to have him ride the bench until he gets better? I don't know. I think at the end of the dra- end of the first round, you're kind of you're picking for the future, and this is definitely a need-based pick. Uh, I think they're probably going to run him out to start a few games. What do you think, Chris? I don't think he'll start unless they start uh, a nickel defense. He's he's not going to be on the outside covering covering the big boys wide receivers. He's he's going to be that slot defender when they're in nickel. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, well, let's get to the last pick where I was right and you were wrong, both of you. Yep, uh, I believe a, 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 a proverbial suck it is in order for this. Uh, so, uh, suck it. Because I said on the last podcast the Chiefs were going to pick a running back. Clyde fucking... Well, I didn't say he was going to pick Clyde Edwards. That would have been <laughs> fucking wizardry. Uh, but I said they were going to pick a running back, and you guys didn't agree. Uh, so they picked running back Clyde Edwards Hilaire from LSU. Um, you know, this asshole from CBS says he's not a fan of taking running backs in the first round, but when you have Patrick Mahomes, it's okay to take a running back like this in the first round. That's pretty fun. Uh, definitely they needed a good running back to, uh, to, to create that triple threat situation with that Chiefs offense. I think, I think... This is a significant upgrade to their offense. What do you boys think? I think offensively, that's really only what they needed. Really, is a good wide re- or a good running back. I have a wide receiver, but um, that's definitely offensively side of the ball. That's what they needed. I do think they. I I don't think picking a running back in the first round is that bad. Because as someone, I think I said this. I think it's an overreaction when they're like, no running backs in the first round. Like they're this. Second class fucking citizens. I, I think with running back, they're a lot like a lot of other talent, but especially in running back, if you don't have a good one, you can tell. Because it affects your game a lot. Yeah. What do you think, Chris? Well, Seth, I mean, you you did give you kudos for saying that they were going to take a running back. Um, 
But here's my question to you. What type of running back are they needing? Because this kid is pretty small. 5'7", 207 pounds. He's not a Jamal Charles. He might be a Kareem Hunt. He is not a Kareem Hunt. How big was Kareem Hunt? Um, um, about that big. Yeah, um, he could be. You know, you didn't know Kareem Hunt was Kareem Hunt. I, I didn't until he fucking started playing. I, I I get it that that they took a running back and he's but, four inches taller. But man, if they're wanting a bruiser running back, why not Jonathan Taylor? Out of Wisconsin, or, or uh, DeAndre Swift out of Georgia. I just think this kid is too small to. I, I think they drafted him not to pound the football, uh, but he's he's going to be going out on a lot of pass patterns. There you go, man. All right, well, guys, thirty-two picks down. A new podcast finished. So let's uh, let's go ahead and end this thing. I'm Seth. I am Chris. I am Sally. Y'all have a good fucking night.